What's going on, family? Pastor Sergio Chavez reporting live and direct to you and yours. And listen, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to My Hope Center podcast, your place for motivation, hope, and empowerment. I've shared this story before, and uh, while I'm at it, I want to thank everyone that's viewing us online. We thank God for you. We're so glad that you are connected. In fact, Hope Center family, can we put our hands together and celebrate all of the viewers that are connected to us and watching us online? We're super grateful that you're tuned in today. There was a known teacher who was searching for something on the street outside of her small hut. And the sun was already setting down and descending, and there were a few people that were helping this, uh, this person in that community find what she had lost. Now, the sun was setting down, so the people that were helping her, uh, you know, they were just asking her and saying, can you give us a little more help? Can you retrace your steps and, and just give us an idea of where we should be looking? Because they were, they were going all throughout that small community, and they were searching up and down and looking everywhere. And then finally, she says, uh, what I've lost is actually not on the street, but it's inside the house. Now understand that they had been searching for hours on the street and this woman had them looking up and down all around for hours in the street and that when the sun was setting she says actually what I'm looking for is inside the house now I don't know about you but I will be highly upset I will be close to uh, losing my salvation if somebody had me looking up and down the whole time they knew it was in the house <laughs> and so they start you know laughing some were upset and then some people just started looking at her and saying we always knew you were a little weird we always knew you were a little insane and they just kind of start dispersing and leaving but as people are leaving she says you know what I wanted to teach you all a lesson they all look at her. This is what you all do in your life. And now everybody's like, what? Now we know she's insane. She says, you all do the same thing when you go out searching about in the world, out here, when things was, were close to you and inside the house. So you go about searching for things without asking is the thing I'm looking for in this place. So as we are in this Christmas season and holiday season, which I absolutely love, yes, I'm one of the ones that every day, right around the evening time, I'm playing Christmas music. Don't hate on me and don't shame me. I play Christmas music all day, every day, every evening. Yes, I'm the ones that enjoys receiving gifts. Anybody like me? Uh, yes, I enjoy the festivities and the food and all of these wonderful things that come with the holiday day season but what I'm concerned about is that we can be searching for thrills and satisfaction and happiness and contentment in things such as gifts and food and just simply for it being the holidays when in reality there is a gift that God has given us I've spoken about the gift of grace but today I want to speak about a gift that the Lord has given us that is often neglected but yet so necessary and so vital and that is the gift of the Holy Spirit 
And we can go about searching and looking, not realizing that we have to ask ourselves the question, is what I'm looking for here? The Holy Spirit is a gift from God. And so before we get lost in in wanting to find pleasure in other things and gifts, what the Lord pressed upon my heart to share with you today is that in this season, do not neglect one of the most precious gifts, and that is the gift of the Holy Spirit. Is it all right if I talk about the Holy Spirit? My 10, is it all right if I talk about the Holy Spirit? My folks in the back, can I talk about him today? So for the next 25 minutes or so, I'm just going to brag on the Holy Spirit. I just want to talk about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Godhead. We believe in the divine person of the Holy Spirit. We believe in one God, but manifested in three persons. That is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Not three gods, not one person with three heads, but one person in nature, in essence, and in substance, but manifested in three persons. The person of the Holy Spirit we find all throughout the scripture, all the way back from Genesis, all the way to Revelation. We see the Holy Spirit working and we find, we find precedent in scripture. The Bible declares in Matthew 3.16, as soon as Jesus, the son, was baptized, he went out of the water and at that moment heaven was open and he saw the Spirit of God, here it is, the Holy Spirit, descending like a dove and saying, this is my son whom I I love with him I am well pleased in Matthew 28 the Bible declares therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit in 2nd Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14 the Bible declares may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship here it is of the Holy Spirit be with you all the Holy Spirit was vital even in creation we see that in Genesis chapter 1 verse 12 the Bible declares the earth was formless and with void and darkness was over the surface of the earth and the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters even in creation we see the Holy Spirit the term Holy Spirit comes from Greek terms that mean breath or wind in an amazing I'm doing some teaching my 10 are you still here is it all right if I teach today? The, the, there are the, the Greek and Hebrew terms for Holy Spirit literally mean breath. It literally means wind. Why? Because breath is life-giving. The Holy Spirit is the one that gives life. When the Bible declares that, that God formed man from the dust of the earth, he, he breathed the breath of life into man. That was the spirit that was within him. And the Bible declares that that term, the Holy Spirit, also means pneuma, which is wind, because wind is mysterious you cannot see wind but you can feel the wind wind is mysterious you can't see it you can't you can't grab it you can't apprehend it but you sure can feel when that cool breeze comes about you see wind can control you if there's a strong breeze any of you ever been knocked by some wind see the Holy Spirit is like wind that it is mysterious but it can control and it can be life-giving and it can refresh and cool you when you're hot The Holy Spirit, 
so vital and so essential to our lives but often so neglected we often don't realize that the Holy Spirit has a mind the Bible declares in Romans chapter 8 and he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for the Saints in accordance to God's will Ooh, I wish I had a church that I can teach the Bible to is there anybody that's receiving and catching this work can I continue teaching this thing the Bible declares that the Holy Spirit has a will in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. But one in the same Spirit works all of these things together, distributing to each one individually just as he wills. He has a will. And the Holy Spirit can grieve. The Bible declares in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption what does grieving the Holy Spirit means when the Holy Spirit is moving in your heart but you're trying to fight it and resist it that's grieving the Holy Spirit when you know he's working on the inside you know the Spirit's been good to you the no you know the Spirit's been speaking to you but you're ignoring the signs you're ignoring his voice you know the Spirit is challenging you to worship like never before but you say no 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 I'm just gonna sit here and look like a spectator we're grieving the Holy Spirit. You know God is speaking to you and you over there with a mean mug. Talking about that ain't for me, that's for my neighbor. That's grieving the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can grieve. The Holy Spirit is not a thing. It's not just simply an energy, but the Holy Spirit is God himself. The Holy Spirit is a person, and I want to challenge someone to become aware like never before. The power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. You may not see him, but if you tap into the Holy Spirit, you will notice the Holy Spirit doing great and mighty things. Even as I'm speaking to you the spirit of the Lord is in this place I wish I had somebody that was grateful for that even in this place the spirit of the Lord is in this place and the Bible declares that where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom so if you ever look at somebody that looks like they're just in bondage it's a lack of spirit We, you can see them in the eyes. You can see lifeless, uh, lifeless eyes. You can see no hope. You can see no purpose. You can see direction. And usually that's tied to lack of Holy Spirit. Why? Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The Spirit is a person. The Spirit has a mind. The Spirit has a will. The Spirit, but here it is. The Spirit, the Spirit will respect His place. So some of us know that the Holy Spirit is working in us. The gift of the Holy Spirit was given to us, but we can fight and resist that. Now there are some people, I know I have some theologians watching me, and I know we can argue that point because some people don't believe that you can resist. They call it a thing of irresistible grace. I'll talk to you. Don't worry. You can comment me, email me. We'll talk about that. But I believe that we have free will. We were created to be free moral agents. There are some theologically that believe that you don't, but that's for another subject. But I believe that God has given us a free will. And here it is. When Jesus promised the Holy Spirit catch this he was getting ready to leave his disciples imagine for three years seeing your buddy your best friend 
healing, delivering, setting people free, giving gifts of salvation, of restoration, giving gifts of healing. You see our Lord and Savior doing wonders and you see his life and you see the love and you see grace and you see truth and you're experiencing all of these things, signs, wonders, deliverance, healing, all the miraculous things and then he goes and tells you, I'm getting ready to leave. For three years and the disciples were worried they were concerned they were upset they were looking at each other like what in the world are we going to do how are we going to live how are we going to continue in this path that he's taught us if he is leaving us but the bible gives us the word that he gave them in john chapter 14 and i'm going to read it to you it says if you love me keep my commands and i will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever thank God for that he says you won't see me physically but I'm sending my spirit your way thank you Jesus for your Holy Spirit in other words he says the spirit that is the spirit of truth the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him there goes the mysterious wind but you know him for he lives with you and he will be in you I will not leave you thank you Lord he says I will not leave you as orphans anybody grateful that he doesn't leave us as orphans he says I will not leave you as orphans he says I will come to you before long the world will not see me anymore but you will see me because I live you will also live he's saying I'm leaving but I'm sending my Holy Spirit to abide with you forever the Holy Spirit there's two things that I want to share quickly about the Holy Spirit and the first thing is, if I have anybody taking notes today, the first thing is that the Holy Spirit is our helper. Our helper. Our helper. Our helper. Look at what the scripture says in John chapter 14, verse 26. It says, but the, huh, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things another translation says will help you with all things and will remind you of everything that I have said to you the Holy Spirit is our helper the Holy Spirit teaches us what does the Holy Spirit teach us the Holy Spirit teaches us about convictions Convictions is the thing that you're certain of. Convictions are the standard by which you live by. Convictions is the thing that you are convinced of and nothing can move you out of it. And when you receive the Holy Spirit, you will notice that your convictions change. My 10 already left me. Praise the Lord. All right. All right. Let me work with this crowd. Let me work with this crowd. Uh, the Holy Spirit is a helper and is a teacher. And the teacher teaches you what your convictions ought to be. What does that look like? When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, the things you used to do, you, you don't find pleasure or enjoyment in them anymore because he teaches you about convictions. You ever had the Holy Spirit just convict you and make you certain? You ever, you ever get ready to just cut somebody out and all of a sudden, whoop, the Holy Spirit just cover your mouth uh, uh, y'all know what I'm talking about right when you know that back in the day you would have just started all going off but now that you receive the Holy Spirit you've been at Hope Center you done taken membership and you done, you done started serving and you done started worshiping and lifting your hand all of us 
all of a sudden your convictions start to change and you say the things I used to do my God I see I'm doing a little differently now and now you're speaking differently where whereas you used to curse now you're blessing where you used to look at somebody and say I wish a hater would now you're talking about some God bless you the Lord is with you God God's got you in his hand anybody grateful that the Holy Spirit will change your convictions that will hold you back from doing some things that you will regret yeah the Holy Spirit will do that to you he will teach you on what your convictions ought to be he will teach you on your relationship see I'm in a point in my life where I'm just asking the Holy Spirit to teach me everything Yes, I read books. Yes, I watch YouTube tutorials. Yes, I have pastors and mentors. Yes, I have all of these people and I lean on their wisdom and I read the books and I watch the videos. But before I go to anyone or anybody, I just I have to have moments with the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, but I have moments, baby, where I'm saying, Lord, teach me to be a good husband. Teach me to be a good father. Teach me to be a good pastor. Teach me me to be a good friend teach me to be a better brother teach me I don't think I have people that have prayed those prayers that's all right that's all right is there anybody that ever had to pray those prayers I'm preaching good up in this place is there anybody that will lift their hands and say Holy Spirit teach me Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get to a point where you stop depending on your knowledge because your knowledge is finite and simple. The Bible declares his thoughts are above your thoughts. His ways are above your ways. You're trying to control your life and do it your way. When you serve an infinite God who created you, won't you just read the manual, baby? You ever try to build Ikea furniture without reading the manual? <laughs> and here you are trying to live your life on your own, talking about I know what I'm doing. Looking like a, where does this go? <laughs> and the pieces are all upside down and you got something hanging over here talking about something. And then you know, you know, husbands, you know you try to do it on your own because you got, and then your wife looking at you, but the manual right here, I know what I'm doing. And she looking at you like, Look, in step five, <laughs> fellas, y'all gonna keep it real with me. You know we've all done it. We've all done it. She look at step six. Okay, all right. And here you are getting frustrated, throwing your tools, and then when you go away, she over here fixing it for you. Like, <laughs> that's all right. Y'all not gonna keep it real, but I got an online church that you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. See, the Holy Spirit is connected to the, the source of the Creator and the Holy Spirit will teach you will teach you how to pray will teach you how to read the Word of God will teach you how to fast will teach you how to mature in your faith will teach you about your purpose will teach you about your destiny will teach you about how to go make those decisions see some of us make decisions on emotions But, but if we just went to the Holy Spirit, lean not on your own understanding, but in all things acknowledge Him in all your ways and He would direct your path. Holy Spirit can teach you 
about what decision to make that's why he's our helper and I want to help somebody today and I want to encourage you and let you know you can lean on the helper he will give you direction the Holy Spirit is God's GPS God's positioning system that's the GPS and when you lean on the Holy Spirit you will find that he will direct you he will lead you and he will guide you Romans chapter 8 says because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God he will help you by advocating for you he is our helper another word for helper is advocate what is an advocate a lawyer the Bible declares that the Holy Spirit is an advocate how do I find that it says when we don't know what to pray and when we are weak the Holy Spirit himself intercedes for us even when you don't know what to do even when you don't know what to pray just say Holy Spirit Holy Spirit I need you Holy Spirit teach me Holy Spirit guide me Holy Spirit fill me I wish I had some people hungry for the Spirit of God that's what I'm hungry for more than gifts more than shoes more than chains more than more than tamales this Christmas I love the Holy Spirit yeah he's our advocate he's the one that summons or is by our side he's the one that's called to plead for us he 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 pleads our cause before the great judge he is the pleader he is the counsel for our defense he is our legal assistant thank you Jesus for the Holy Spirit when we don't know what to do, when we don't know what to say, when we don't know what decision to make, when we don't know how to act, the whole, if we just lean on the Holy Spirit, we will see that he will lead our convictions, that he will give us direction, and that he will advocate for us. The second thing is that the Holy Spirit is our comforter. I want to let you know that you will never find true comfort until the Holy Spirit comforts you. Anybody got that testimony? Wifey, can you help me testify up in here? I'm talking, anybody got that testimony that you, you know, can I just help somebody? And if my 10, they, they left me 20 minutes ago, my 10, I'm telling you. Because uh, they, 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 they thinking about Christmas and everything. They want to get out of here. But I came with a word. See, here's the thing. Uh, 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 oftentimes, we get frustrated with people when they don't have answers for us. I'm talking about you, you want to just open up about something and you just when you go to that person that you're just trying to confide and trust and they just give you all the wrong answers or they just shut you down and reject you <laughs> but can I tell you there are some things that no one will be able to help you with I know you love them I know they be, I know they're your A1 from day one I know they they I know they were with you from the projects to the palace. I know, I know that you're right or die. I know, but can I tell you, whoever you're thinking of as I'm saying that, there will be some things they will never be able to help you with. <laughs> so what do I do, Pastor? The Holy Spirit. Because His purpose the way he manifests is through comfort. 
So you're seeking answers in people and in things and in pleasures and in the outside. You're looking and you're seeking for, for days, for weeks, and for some of y'all for years searching for the thing that's been right here all along, His presence, the Holy Spirit. You will never know true comfort until you're comforted by the Holy Spirit. Ah, he says, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide in you forever. The church, this is Acts chapter 9, the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed a time of peace. It was strengthened and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. I want to strengthen and encourage you by the Holy Spirit today, not my opinion, not my desire, not my wishful thinking, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is the one that makes a difference. The Holy Spirit is the one that transforms from the inside out. I don't care how far you've been from God, if you just give the Holy Spirit a chance, you will see that he will do great and mighty things. I wish I had somebody that's thankful for the Holy Spirit in in this place if you would just allow him and even if you question and even if you doubt it before but after today you say Holy Spirit here I am I tried you before and things didn't work out because I was focusing on the external things what people did do or what they didn't do but now I'm surrendering for real to the Holy Spirit if you would just let him do that work he will strengthen you he will encourage you he will let my God feel the glory he will uplift you he will provide the comfort that you need, whatever it is that you're looking for. My God, I feel the Holy Spirit. He's the one that can give you life. He's the one that can set your destiny. He is the one. He is the one. It's the Holy Spirit. And so often, I'm getting ready to close. We let everything else us decide for us control us but there's a gift that God has given you and that is the gift of the Holy Spirit so often we can become we can become self-dependent we can become chemically dependent okay let me break it down dependent on pills I know I'm gonna speak to my online church because alcohol dependent got super quiet there marijuana dependent people dependent But there's a gift inside of you that if you would just surrender and become spirit dependent you will see his comfort you will see his encouragement you will see his guidance you will see him teach you you will see him affirm you you will see him 
give you clarity. It's the Holy Spirit. Pastor, I came for a Christmas service. How in the world do you tie this into Christmas? The Holy Spirit has everything to do with Christmas. <laughs> you see, because it was the Holy Spirit that filled Mary. It was the Holy Spirit that filled Mary, not man the Holy Spirit. It was when she was pregnant with her pregnant self waddling up to Elizabeth who was her aunt and Elizabeth was pregnant with a baby John the Baptist in her womb and the Bible says that when Mary entered the, ro the room that, that, that her womb, uh, Elizabeth's womb began to leap. Baby John the Baptist inside of her belly began to leap and the Bible says was filled with the Spirit. See it was the Holy Spirit that when Jesus went to get baptized to fulfill all righteousness that the Bible declares that he was submerged in the water he came up and the spirit of the Lord said this is my only son in whom I am well pleased it was the Holy Spirit that when Jesus was a boy he was in the temple and teaching the Pharisees and the Sadducees with power and authority that even his mother Mary in the flesh said what is what kind of boy is this and he said, Mama, you thought you lost me, but I'm doing my father's business. It was the Holy Spirit that had filled him. It was the Spirit that led him and, uh, uh, when he was tempted in the desert. But it was the Spirit that also ministered to him when he overcame temptation. And it was the Spirit that drove him out and filled him to perform miracles, signs, and wonders. When he was healing, the Spirit was moving. When he was delivering, the Spirit was moving. It was the Holy Spirit that was using and manifesting in his life. It was the Spirit... That led Jesus to pray the prayer. He said, Lord, if you can pass this trial and challenge from my life, if you can let this cup pass me by. Some of y'all, we prayed those prayers before. Lord, if I don't have to go through this, please, if you could, if you could just take it away from me. He prayed and he said, if you can let this cup, in other words, this trial, this bitterness, if you can let it pass me by, please do it. But he says, nevertheless, not my will. He was getting ready to be crucified. Not my will, but your will. Whose will? The will of the Spirit. And it was the Spirit that led him to be crucified. For you and for me. So when he was hanging on the cross, it was the will of the Holy Spirit that affirmed him and encouraged him and made him persevere, dripping blood, mocked, beaten, persecuted. But he said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what, what they do. Only words that could be led by the Spirit to say that. But he did not stay in the tomb. I said he did not stay in the tomb. After three days, I wish I had some people that love Jesus and the Holy Spirit. After three days, the Bible declares that he, that he resurrected with all power in his hands and declared the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Why do we celebrate? It's not for gifts. It's not for entertainment. It's not for the food. We celebrate that our Savior was born. We celebrate that our Redeemer and our 
restore was born. We celebrate the fact that my life would not be the same had it not been for Jesus that I will be broken, that I will be dead, that I will be lost, that I will be hopeless without Jesus. I wish I had somebody that can open up their mouths and thank God for Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It was the Spirit that resurrected him from the dead. And one last thing for my 10. It is that same Spirit that resurrected Jesus who now lives in you. Once again, thanks so much for tuning into today's message. I pray that it was a blessing to you. I'm so glad that you were able to hear today's message, but can I tell you there's nothing like the live experience. Would you join us on a Sunday afternoon at 1.30? We meet at Greenbelt Middle, 6301 Breezewood Drive in Greenbelt, Maryland. And so I want you to be there. I want you to get connected. You can find out more information on our social media at My Hope Center on every platform. And also, you can check out more information at myhopecenter.org. I hope to see you soon. So until Until then, peace, love, and God bless.